Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I brought in some prepared material this week, Jordan. Oh, terrific. Okay, it's the top three things that are rubbing my last nerve. <laughs> oh, boy. Top three things that are rubbing. You're going to go off on one of your signature rants. Uh, three of my signature rants. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about them. Number one. Do you think you can come up with two other things that are sticking in your craw? Five seems like a better number for a list to me. No, top three. Okay. Haven't you heard of the rule of threes? Yeah, but then four, they're annoyed, and then five, they think it's funny again. I'm sticking with three. I'm not that. I'm okay. a positive guy. I have a positive energy. <laughs> Not that many things are upsetting me right now. Only three things are upsetting me. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's an all-time not, low for you, isn't I'm it? I'm not here to be disingenuous, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I just, I okay. just want just to let these things go sure. so they quit rubbing my last yeah. nerve. Do you want to maybe, just in case you want to do five, do you maybe just want to do a quick glance at Twitter and see what people are remembering that you don't like? Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, someone did uh, try and launch the hashtag uh, yesterday, tried to launch mm-hmm. the hashtag Hashtag Jesse Thorne the worst. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah. What was the? They were I'm nice sorry. Enough. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to ask you it. to. Okay. They were, but they were nice enough to at message me. Oh, that's nice. They include oh, okay. me. Okay. Yeah, they, just so, just in case I would miss it otherwise. Yeah, that's always really nice of like people when they're. I mean, I get on Twitter. You want to like. You know, you want to sound off. You want to get in there. You want to do the conversation. Yeah. You want to talk about and what's underst- rubbing your last nerve. Sure. But you definitely want to let the people who you're complaining about know that you're complaining about them. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But because per- perhaps the- Hold on. <laughs> who is this person? Just just God. <laughs> just God. Perhaps they th- this is a campaign. Hi Lord. Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. Good. good to see you. You look good. great Thank by the you. way, Lord. Thank you so much. I've been working out. <laughs> now, you're jacked, God. <laughs> just perhaps it's it's uh, uh starting of a campaign. To get you on the show, you're the worst. Oh. Oh, on FX. You it's know, a great show. That's what I hear. And a friend of mine from high school is the star of it. I, and I had no idea she was the star of it until I, this week. I just oh, found wow. out. I cashed the star of a show from on FX. Well, that's probably – that's – that's, that's probably what it is. That's probably what God it is. God loves that show. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go back. Cool up. God, lo- cool God loves Isaac God loves here. edgy – Basic cable comedies. Kulap Vilaisak is our guest on the program. She, of course, is the co-host of the podcast Who Charted mm-hmm. and the creator of all uh, all all that is. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> all that is and all that will be. Alpha and Omega. Kulap uh, Vilaisak, as well as an, as well as an actress, uh, sure. comedy entertainer, celebrity. Uh, <laughs> oh, celebrity! That's a little. That's too much. <laughs> I recently spotted her in an episode of Ed Helms' web series, uh, Tiny Commando. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the three things that are rubbing my last nerve, mm-hmm. okay? Number one, I was making guacamole mm-hmm. or guacamole mm-hmm. uh, for a party later. I'm not bragging, but I'm going to a party later. And I was nominated sure, to bring, bring, a, bring a dip. Yeah, chips and dip. Okay. That's what I was supposed to bring, Great. chips and dips. So I'm making guacamole. My guacamole is excellent. Oh. Right before I was about to squeeze the lemon into the guacamole, I somehow got a paper cut on my thumb. Ugh. 
I don't. Were you know. also were you doing was, your taxes not, while making guacamole? There were no envelopes there. <laughs> there was no. I have no idea how I managed to get a paper cut on. But in the moments before, yeah, somehow I maybe hmm. I cut my thumb on an avocado. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't cut it Very with the knife. Well, maybe you have a very sharp Ginsu that you didn't even notice the the blade. Because I was in shock. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it yeah, was. Yeah, how's your Ginsu? My yeah. Ginsu's great. Mm-hmm. No, I got a great Ginsu. <laughs> I hear it brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> that's number. That's thing number one. Is mystery paper cuts? Just this one. Okay. While I was trying to make this one, one specific one. And okay. it, threw, it threw my You're going to want to make these universal, Jesse. It threw You're gonna my want, People want, should be able to relate to these. Wow, these no, are so these specific. Are, these are what is rubbing my last nerve. Okay. This show isn't for other people. Oh. <laughs> Excellent point. And I didn't know we were talking about your actual nerves. Yeah, right. It sounds like your actual nerve got rubbed. Number two, and this one I think is going to be a lot more universal mm-hmm. than the first one. I mean, not, not everyone has gotten a paper cut inexplicably right before they were about mm-hmm. to put lemon juice in their guacamole. Number two is, as a, a, a like so many people, I take the 8th Street exit from the 110 to get to work every morning. Who hasn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who among us have. hasn't? Across this great nation, mm-hmm. everyone is taking the highway, highway 110 sure. south, sure. and they take the 8th Street exit. To get to the uh, the uh, Westlake district, whether it's whether it's factory workers in the Rust Belt sure. to Wall Street fat cats down on Madison Avenue to Florida retirees, everybody's taking taking the Eighth Street exit. Yeah, so I drive down Eighth Street, and for a while there was this uh, weird empty corner storefront, and Eighth Street uh, not economically vibrant. Mm-hmm. Is how I would I would de- decline to describe it as economically vibrant. <laughs> There's a pretty happy in Yoshinoya, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so this Yoshinoyas exist just for like drug drops, right? I think sure. so. <laughs> like that's the only sure. way. Well, have you do know the Yoshinoya uh, rap song from the radio? I don't think do I they do. only play that on the rap station. <laughs> I don't know. Cool up. I don't know if you ever listen to the rap station or if it comes on the pop station that you listen to to prepare for your program. I have not heard this. Yoshinoya bowls, our bowls are better than theirs, better than theirs, because they're made fresh. Uh, who who are they lashing out against? Uh, who else is making who's bowls? Who's the bowl competition? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. KFC? So, yeah, maybe they're better than a famous bowl. Yeah, like Patton's bit about KFC. <laughs> there's, there was an empty storefront for a long time, and then a fucking miracle occurred. From my perspective, which is that it turned into a Korean baseball academy. (laughs) Now, how they fit a Korean baseball academy into a weird storefront, I have no idea. I might have driven past this and gone, what the fuck? Yeah. What? How is it? A baseball academy? I know. Indoors. (laughs) An indoor, in a storefront baseball academy. Is the I mean, is this to capitalize off the popularity of arena football? Or is it going to be a new arena baseball league where yeah. the ball just bounces off the ceiling? <laughs> That's pretty much what – like you could uh, – like you could fit a, like a four-hole mini golf course in the okay. storefront maybe. Like I'm talking about a, a s- big for a corner store but right. small overall. It's like maybe an old Hollywood video or something. But as as you know, Jordan mm-hmm. and Kulop, you're about to learn. Oh, boy. I'm quite the baseball enthusiast. Uh-huh. And I was thinking to myself, I don't speak Korean, and I'm a little scared that whatever's going on inside there is too intense for me. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking maybe I'll get over it 
and go in there and hire a baseball instructor. <laughs> like, just like for private baseball lessons? Yeah, just like the way some other dude, you know, like uh, you know, the way that... Uh, uh, you get a tennis coach. Yeah, exactly. Like a tennis coach. Like yeah. a tennis pro at the club. Yes. I would want a batting cages coach. And mm-hmm. then whenever I went to the batting cages, I could, I could really wallop a few because sure. my techniques improved. Because mm-hmm. I never got to the level... I quit playing baseball at 15. And uh, so I never got to the level where they actually teach you anything. You want to really, like, impress those rowdy teens who hang out at the batting cage. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I you want... want them to spit out their monster energy drinks. They're so impressed. But the cuts you're taking. Jordan, hmm. you'll notice something about yeah. this conversation that we're having right now. It's all positive. Yeah. Yeah. This is n- the subject of this segment is not three things that look like they could be great opportunities <laughs> Not. For activities Although for Jesse. I like that for a segment. <laughs> well, three potential fun fun ideas. <laughs> we, we could probably start with that roller rink adult. Oh, no, sure, adult roller rink. Taking... Homemade slip and slide out of a garbage bag. <laughs> yeah, that's two. Yo, man, you know what I've been thinking about? Homemade slip and slide with a garbage bag. I, it's something. It's almost exactly. You like got a that. little slope in your yard, right? Could you go downhill? Could can, this be a? Can I tell you what I was specifically? Sure. What I literally have been thinking about hmm. a lot that is very much along those lines. Please, you get. Get plastic sheeting from the Home Depot. Okay. And you fold it over. You get like a 12-foot length. You fold it over longwise. And then you use an iron to iron the edges and they fuse. Or you can just use duct tape. And you leave a little bit open. You fill it with water from your hose, but not quite – not like so it's hard. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of gloopy. And then you seal the end. And then your toddler jumps around on it and fucking loves you because you're a great dad. (laughs) That's a positive thing. It's not a segment. Do they go? Is this? Are they you making like it. an artificial womb? <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Wash you should shove them your toddler in. You stay there. You remember this shit <laughs> from a few years ago? Time out. <laughs> Get back in the womb. Oh, sorry, Dad. So there's this base, this Korean baseball. I like academy. there being a fake womb for timeout, just like just to make sure to give your kid the weirdest edible complex. There's a Korean baseball academy, and I am I am I can look I can just sort of like when I it has one of those the window is one of those all over decals, so okay. you can't really see inside. Is it green? Is it a big green one? White, white and green, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um and. But what I would do is I was so fixated on it and I drove past it every morning. So I would stare it down on the way to and from work. And sometimes the door would open. Someone would be going in and out. And I could see there was like batting cages in there Mm -hmm. and serious looking Korean men. Yeah. There's only one kind. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that one of the reasons Psy was such a a phenomenon was he was the first fun Korean guy ever? Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a pretty goofy Taekwondo instructor out there. So I was really I was really excited about this until one day this week it fucking disappeared stone cold mm. lying in the sand mm. and inexplicably became a used cardio equipment store. <laughs> okay, something shady is happening, right? And there what? are fronts for when, something. When I say used cardio equipment store, I don't mean that it has signs or 
It has like a paper sign in the window and just a bunch of fucking treadmills on the sidewalk. <laughs> mm. The rent on this place can't be more than two hundred. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's some sort of like this is. It kind of reminds me of the Breaking Bad plot line where they're deciding whether to buy the laser tag place or the car wash. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some sort of like mm-hmm. money laundering going. That's right. And somebody's like Korean baseball, and somebody else is like used cardio equipment. <laughs> pretty soon, it's going to be a Brazilian product store. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Maybe they noticed you like. Maybe thought they thought you were like the government creepily You could be a narc, Jesse. <laughs> that yeah. same guy keeps looking at us. <laughs> yeah. Shutter the window. He just keeps wistfully looking in the window and then taking some practice swings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's number two. Is this bullshit about the Korean Baseball Academy that had been the home of my dreams. And when you work as many hours as I do and have as many small children as I do, you have to have a physical place to put your dreams. Sure. Mm. You know what I mean? Just somewhere Have you thought about constructing some sort of catcher? (laughs) Seems implausible. Yeah. Well, what am I going to do with all these feathers and turquoise? (laughs) You have to take some kind of Native American shaman to do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, So that's number two. Number three, I don't have a garage Mm -hmm. at my home. Here in Los Angeles. Or I have a garage, but it's very small, and we use it for storage because there's no storage in the house. So I part- you store your famous uh, Christmas display in there, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Your, your Santa bubble. <laughs> yeah, and all the hot stuff you can buy this year at Neiman Marcus. <laughs> My house is in Neiman Marcus. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I- so there's a glove counter. Yeah. You still have a specific counter for gloves? I do, yes. <laughs> that's great. Um, and I have got standalone brand shops. Oh, good. Yeah, so that's good. Like a, like a Godiva? For, yeah, G-Shock. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what Neiman Marcus is. <laughs> Godiva, Godiva and G-Shock <laughs> <laughs> And a counter specifically for gloves. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. For yes. women's long gloves. Yeah, yeah. G, G, and G. Sure. <laughs> you got gloves, we got Godivas. <laughs> that's why if you go into a Neiman Marcus, go up to the counter and say, are you guys G, G, G? Yeah. This is your Dan Savage, just three tennis. It's for a perfect relationship. You gotta have gloves, you gotta have Godivas, and you gotta be dressed in G-Shock. Okay, so... <laughs> That's I a have fun one. To, I have to park my car on the street, mm-hmm. which is fine. Oh, I'm, yeah. Like, hey, I'm... I gotta, you're a I gotta, man I gotta, of the people. Yeah, exactly. You can get out there and hobnob with your public. Every time I speak into this microphone, Vox Populi, voice of the people. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Latin, I guess. So that's the good sure. news. That's the good news. I'm a man of the people. The bad news is there's an electrical line mm. over the parking space in front of my house. And let's be clear. I'm not going to park down the fucking street. No. You're parking in front of the house. I'm a homeowner. <clears throat> sure. Mm-hmm. I got these two parking spaces in front of my house. And I'm going to fucking use them. What if you got groceries? What if you got gear? Yeah. You're lugging in? You got it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What if I got to carry the bass amp for my cool dad garage band? <laughs> sure, yeah. There's a lot in that garage. <laughs> so there's an electrical line. There's an electrical line that runs over my parking spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess what kind of fucking birds? Oh boy. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, guess God. what oh, kind boy. of fucking birds Oof. have been shitting on my Jaguar? Well, I'm going to guess uh, maybe a... A goldfinch. A beautiful sparrow. Ah. No, you're both incorrect. The answer is... Fucking Oh, I no. fucking hate crows! <laughs> well, maybe if you... Have you th- thought about that maybe they've just gotten wind of your defamatory mm. uh, oh. speech regarding them? I'll tell you what. Hmm. 
I spoke out. Of, now, you might not know this, Kulop. Okay. But not long ago on this program, I spoke out against crows. He's dirty. An unpopular anti-crow stance. Oh. I'm not afraid to speak sure. against crows. Right. I, I'll speak against the crow. Uh-huh. What about <laughs> counting? <laughs> I'm against doing anything with crows. Well, yeah, what about, various, what about various? What about various college rock bands yeah, from like, the early '90s? The, the Black crows. crows. Yeah, uh, so many others. Cameron, I crowdaddy.com. I spoke out. It's a popular. I spoke out against crows. Yeah, because they're schemers. Not every crow is a schemer. All crows are schemers. Oh, Some okay. are dreamers. <laughs> they got big dreams. They got they got off the bus from Oklahoma. Yeah, big believers. Number one, all <laughs> crows are schemers. All right. Number two. But will you at least concede that some, in addition to scheming, do a little dreaming? Okay, great point. Thank you. You know what they dream about? Yeah. Scheming. Oh. <laughs> and becoming the best schemer. It's a dream. Number three, they're mean. They hate... They attack the other birds. And I think they want to attack my dogs. They're thinking about it. <laughs> what and are I'm... you basing this on? <laughs> They're little beady eyes. You've looked in their eyes, Kula. I'm sure I have. You've looked in these little fuckers' eyes. Well, I'm looking in your eyes right now. <laughs> yeah, and you can see I'm a good actor, so I can yeah, show you, you what it's actor. like. Okay. I can transmogrify. <laughs> so. They're violent, mm-hmm. they're dirty, mm-hmm. and they're schemers. Okay. I spoke out bravely mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. As we've learned in this, my new signature segment, Three Things That Are Rubbing <laughs> My Last <laughs> And you know what I got? What'd you get? Emails. Mm. From crows? Tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Tweets I get from crows. <laughs> <laughs> from the email address crow at bird.com. <laughs> Hi, it's me, a crow. <laughs> Not got, cool. I got messages. Not cool, dude. Maybe, are you, I mean, crows. I don't want to say anything. Do you think it's a crow that started this? Oh. Jesse Thorne. Like those FX, the worst. Like those four. Oh, that's possible. Mm-hmm. Might be a crow or a crow wrangler. Yeah. Somebody whose livelihood is tied up Depends in crows. Depends on crows, yes. Yeah. That's an interesting possibility. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Fucking crows. Congress so I got crow. a bunch I mean, of I emails seen, and tweets. I haven't Hold seen on. the show. I got messages about crows recognizing human faces. Mm-hmm. They do. And planning amongst themselves and being as smart as an older toddler, a preschool-age child. So that reaffirms your your fears and beliefs. I think they're shitting on my car on purpose. Oh, boy. They we should probably just it. shove them all in the wet timeout sack. They heard. <laughs> shove them in there. They Let heard, them think about what they've done. They heard that I got a new 10-year-old car mm-hmm. that I was very excited about. Yeah, new to you. And they said... <laughs> Let's take a literal shit on his mm-hmm. dream. Yeah. Let's literally poop on his dream. Mm-hmm. That was their scheme, was to destroy my dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fleem. Hmm. I couldn't think of a third word that ended in eem. No, no, fleem's good. Okay. Yeah, let's go with fleem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the segment, three things that are rubbing on my last nerve. Ah, damn. Uh, when we come back... 
we'll find out what's going on with Kulop. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about Jordan's Jordan's trip to uh uh, to see the purge anarchy, Red Rocks. <laughs> what is it called today? Burning Man. Yeah, the Playa. No, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to talk about uh, seeing the purge anarchy. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Hi, my name's Dave. And my name's Graham. Now, what do we have to do to put you in a brand new podcast today? Yeah, what, do you want me to drink bleach? I'll do it. Yeah, Dave will drink bleach. If that's what it takes to get you to listen to Stop Podcasting Yourself on MaximumFun.org. Don't make Dave drink bleach. Just listen to the show. (sighs) He will, but don't make him. Stop podcasting yourself. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Kulap Elisak. <laughs> Kulap, great to have you here on the program. Welcome to the program. Um, uh, it's gr- always great to have you in your winning positive energy on the team, out there in the streets, fighting crows, mm-hmm. taking care of business. Well, I, just to, I just really want to be clear that I don't have any problem with crows. Are you afraid of crows? I'm not afraid of crows. I, well, cool. Up, you just don't want to invite any kind of like negative hashtags that might come along with speaking out against crows. That's true. Hashtag Kulab Vlysak for you're the worst. <laughs> FX. <laughs> oh, I want to be on the league. Okay, everybody out there. <laughs> Well, Great. Jesse Thorne's already going to be no, on You're the Worst. I don't okay. get to be on Archer. is my favorite show. No, you're going to be on You're the Worst. Sorry, you I'm, already had your hashtag. It's, you I bet it's a great show. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just saying my whole, my favorite show of the whole world is Archer. It's on FX. You, the president has already been put down. How right? many FX-related hashtags do you Come want, on, Jesse? God, if I ever... You w- got yours. If I ever needed some judicial activ- activism <laughs> to overturn precedent, it's right now... <laughs> Help us, Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. <laughs> okay, let's I want to get... be okay. What do I want to be on the league? Oh, uh, I want to be like um, uh, maybe like Paul Shear's new like assistant. Ooh, and I want to be... dress like him. I want to have like hats and vests oh, and stuff. Oh, that's fun! Just like the hit show, The League. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, let's man. make it happen, people. <laughs> Jordan Morris. The league. You know what? Fucking Kulap's probably already <laughs> been on the league. I haven't. To- oh, yeah? Have you not? No. What's seems up like with that? Seems Kulap like- would have been on by now. I know. She was like, yeah, you know, we're talking about it. And I was like, that was like season one. <laughs> yeah. Because I stopped talking about it. Let's bring in Kulap. Well, should we, should we also do Kulap the league, or is there another show that you'd like to be on? I mean... It should probably, we should probably stay with FX shows. But yeah, okay. It's probably that. Can well, I what guess? Well, what if can, I... Can I guess? Of course you can. Is it the Kelsey Grammer Martin Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> partners? I mean, I definitely want to be a part of something before it goes away. So, <laughs> <laughs> zing, zing. Um, well, what if I do Archer and then we switch? And we then do we a can trade. Tradesies? Let's do tradesies. Will you say hi to my high school friend Aya Cash? 
She's fantastic. That's what I hear. I love her in everything she does. I've like, only seen her in a couple of things, every, and every time I'm like, holy shit, there goes Aya Cash from yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah, if you see first episode, you're going to see a lot of Aya Cash. Really? A lot. That might make of... me uncomfortable. It may. It there's may. like, I mean, there's some some of FX's signature top of the butt in that first episode. <laughs> you know the old FX top, top of, of the, the butt? butt? Top of the butt to <laughs> you. Man, FX is like a is like the network Sipowitz built. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for NYPD oh, yeah. Blue. Let's true. make a whole network out of this, yeah. they said. There wouldn't yeah. be that kind of semi-raciness. Yeah, although we're talking reverse cowgirl pretty clear. Sure. <laughs> That's pretty clear. Okay. Jordan, right. Let's speaking of this reverse some cowgirl. Clear, some clear <laughs> RC. Clear. <laughs> let's table the question of what FX. That's a great solution to mm-hmm. the problem, Kulop. I tip my cap to you. <laughs> Let's let's talk about what we're really here to talk about, sure. which is the purge anarchy. No, so Jordan, the first purge, movie, Jordan. I felt no, like Jordan. What? We're not here to talk about the purge anarchy. Well, Jordan, I've got went, opinions about it. You went to a very special place a week ago. It's true. Tell me about this place. Well, okay. So, uh, if loyal listeners to the program will know that a uh, that a popular thing that we like to goof on on this program is Burning Man. Yeah. The uh, yearly conflagration of <laughs> people with circus skills. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, how do I ex- – cool, do you need it explained, Kulop? No. You feel like you, are you I'm clear? familiar with it. I follow yeah. people on Instagram. It's a bonanza um, of the affluent Dorcas community. Sure. sure. Um, Dusted. So – uh, so yeah, so we goof on it a lot, and then a kind of a very very nice listener just kind of contacted me on Facebook and said like, "Hey, I know you guys talk a lot about it. If you want to go, here's a free ticket. I work for them. Uh, come and have a great time." Uh, is so, that a hot ticket to get? Like, is it expensive? Is it uh, are they sold not, out? Yeah, it sells out pretty quick. Okay, um, and yeah, it's 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 a little bit pricey. It's not okay. prohibitively pricey, but it's you know it's it's a, it's a good chunk. Yeah. It'd be like, you Considering know. you're <clears throat> buying access to uh, a barren wasteland. Right. And you got to bring gear, right? So that's just, yeah. like, that's just I would say the ex- Yeah, the expense comes with like getting there and getting all the stuff that you need. Okay. The ticket isn't actually that much. It's okay. like less than going to a Coachella or something like that. Okay. Um, it just so. covers like freak out tents and the, the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping the man out. Yeah. Got it. And uh, so I... Uh, Kulop, I'm saying yes to life. Ah, love it. That's what I'm doing these days. I like this new positive attitude. Uh, And, you know, if it leads to Ultimate Frisbee and um, Burning Man, so be it. Yeah. You're going to have a good time. I got to have it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't go for the whole thing because of work, but I, we definitely had a long weekend when Burning Man was there. So I, uh, so I kind of left work a day early and went, uh, went for the long weekend. Uh, Short answer, I had a goddamn blast. This shit is so much fun. I Really? I I was blown away by how much fun I was basically constantly having. Okay. I can believe it. I mean, I, it seems like it's an entire thing dedicated specifically yeah. to having fun, right? Sure, totally. Um, so, yeah, so you get there. And, oh, and also, I mean, speaking of our listeners who are basically the nicest fucking people on the face of the earth, a nice group of, uh, or a, a camp that had a few listeners in it decided to take me in. They say, hey, you sound like you're not prepared and you may die in the desert. Oh, wow. Uh, come stay at our thing. Um, uh, yeah, they're called the Time Colony and they're the nicest people we basically ever. Yeah. What, yeah. what are we talking about? <clears throat> Tent, a yurt, 
So there were several There were several band. tents. Mm-hmm. There was a sleeping dome, and then there was a hangout dome. Oh. These are domes constructed of beams. Wow. Okay. Very like a, clever. Were they geodesic in nature? Yeah, and canvassy. You or know, more... I don't. They were like made of panels, okay. right. like plastic panels. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm afraid I don't know a lot of dome terminology. So now I think sure. back to. I think you're probably spot on there, Jesse. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's a geodesic dome. Okay. I haven't been under the dome, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but you do love uh, CBS love, summer miniseries. You love sure. Chester's Mill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, so. Uh, so yeah, so I'm you know, uh, I'm I'm I've been set up you know way more than I deserve to be set up. It was just really nice, just a lot of nice people being nice. Uh, so I get there, and I got get there about nine in the morning. You know, my plane lands at nine, and I rent my car and drive out, and I you know get there about noon, and yeah, and so <clears throat> the day is. You know, and I think you can you can come at this thing a lot of ways. If you just want to fucking rage, you can. Like, you can just rage. But, I mean, there's also a lot of, like, spiritually stuff. Like, there's a lot of, like, mindfulness classes you can take. And oh, that's my yoga. jam. You like a mindfulness class? I do. How mindful are you, Kulop, would you say? I need to be more mindful. <laughs> is that a goal? Yeah, have it is a goal. Le- have you been leaving a lot of litter on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> of my life? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. A lot of flotsam and jetsam in Kulop's life. <laughs> So there's a lot of like just stuff you can do. There's like a big book of classes and they kind of all kind of fall into that zone. I didn't know that happened too. Yeah. Wow, okay. There's classes. Okay. I okay, I just assume more of an an anarchy, not anarchy, just like no rules, sort of like no time. Knife yeah. fights. <laughs> Always knife fights. <laughs> so so yeah, so uh, but kind of something that happens to it in, uh, during the day is just like a lot of day drinking. Like you can ride bikes around. Also, something I didn't have that I got loaned to be was a bike. Um, so you kind of just ride around in all these camps. Uh, some of them have bars that are open at different times and have different themes. So you kind of just ride around and see who's serving drinks, and everything's free. And you're you know you have a I brought like a travel mug that was attached to my you know backpack, and you just with get a, it filled up with a carabiner. I didn't have a carabiner, no. Did a you have to borrow a carabiner? Plastic strap. I know, you know, I went through the whole long weekend without using one carabiner. carabiner? That seems wrong. I know, I know. Wow. Seems like you did it wrong. I'm the exception to the rule. Okay. This is water world shit. Uh, yeah, and so people are like flagging you down to come to their thing, their bar or their game or their what have you. Just guys on unicycles going, homebrew, homebrew. <laughs> yeah, there was totally lots of homebrew guys, yeah. as you might expect. Sounds great. Um, and yeah, and there's just like stuff to do. Like there was a giant penis sculpture and you go inside it and you climb up various ladders and then you get to the top and you wave a white flag so it looks like it's ejaculating. <laughs> That's great. Well done, everyone. Well yeah. done. <laughs> uh, and so here's here's a few examples of the things I got flagged down to do. What, what, can I ask you what the temperature was? Yes, uh, great question. Nice temp. Oh. I didn't experience any intense weather. Because the rain was the previous weekend. Sure. And so it cooled things off. Cooled things off. It's Very gorgeous. nice. Gorgeous. Wow. <clears throat> so, uh, so the first, so there's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There was a homemade slip and slide and they like, some guys come over and rub baby oil on you and you go down the <laughs> slip and slide and they all cheer. Wow. There's guys who are like there for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's They're like on baby prep, oil duty. There's a prep team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like a, uh, yeah, like a NASCAR pit crew. <laughs> <laughs> but to oil up a drug so he can slide down a giant garbage bag. Is there Gordon Ramsay yelling at them? <laughs> like a, yeah. There should be. There should be. Um, so the first guy 
not the first guy, but one of the most noteworthy guy to flag me down is this is this dude. And he looks, I would say, like Judah Fl- Freelander, like a shirtless Judah Freelander. And on his chest, he has taint wash written. <laughs> and he's got one of these um, <laughs> taint wash. <laughs> and he's got one of these pumping <laughs> sprayers. You know, what's a pumping spray? I guess like, it's something you would be used to like spray like for super, bugs. Like a super soaker. <laughs> Not a super, like a more industrial like, thing. Oh, okay, like if you had. I'm making a motion here. Do you guys yeah. see this motion I'm yeah, making? Yeah, like if you had an orchid like a... farm or some sort yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Like we used to. This is a professional looking item. You're doing like a teeter totter motion. <laughs> yeah, you know, paint watch. <laughs> So oh. there's this dude. So this dude flags uh, flags flags me and my bike buddy down, and he says, um, "Can I wash your face?" I said, "Yes." He wash <laughs> sprays my face. Feels great. He says, "Can I wash your arms?" I said, "Yes." Sprays my arms. Feels great. Are you wearing what clothes are you wearing? Uh, basically what I'm wearing now, just like shorts and a t-shirt. Just regular Joe. Yeah, I uh. yeah I felt like all. I mean, I was. I felt so weird dressed like this because I wasn't dressed weird. I mm. felt like I, I told everybody I was cosplaying as a guy your boyfriend's friends with. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you saw me out, you're like, oh, huh. Oh, my boyfriend's friends with that guy. <laughs> um, okay, so you, you were telling us that you were being conditioned. Yeah. So, <laughs> can so I wash your arms? arms? Yes. Sprays my arms. Feels great. He says, can I wash your taint? <laughs> Rule of threes. I looked at my bike buddy. Just gives me a little nod. Saying yes to life. Yes. Get off the bike, pull down my pants, spread them. The guy sprays my taint. And then he yells back at his tent, that's 35. And they all go, woo! (laughs) (laughs) And it felt great. The cold water on my my sweaty taint. I had been riding a bike around. Oh, taint wash. I'm only going to call you 35 from now. 35. <laughs> There's 35. I wonder how him, how many he got throughout the whole week. <sighs> you didn't check back in. I didn't check back in. That's why you're that's why you're an entertainer, not a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Oh god, someone was uh, somebody showed me an article about Oh god, who's that super Oh boy. Uh, this guy he's like one of those he's like one of those libertarian dudes that's everybody's favorite. Uh, G. Gordon Liddy. Ted Cruz. <laughs> no, one of these guys. I was going to say Ann Rand. Ann like, Rand. No, cool yeah. no. Uh, one of these guys went to Burning Man. Rand and Paul. Rand Paul. Not Red Paul. Um, one of these guys went yeah. to Burning Man, and, and there's a story about him encountering the taint wash guy and not getting a taint wash. Anyway, uh, so I think no. this is a known guy. Well, you know, that's his right. We all have our freedoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, and finally, gold standard. Anyway. Um, so... Spendocrats. The Spendocrats, yeah. Um, so and then – so there's – in the kind of like – there's different like neighborhoods that have kind of different feels and themes, uh, you know. Uh, and there's one that is a – that's a gayberhood, um, <laughs> which is very, very fun. Um, and so we – I was driving by this kind of crazy, you know, pink nightclub and they have a stand that says snow cones. Great. Snow cone, right? You're hot. Let's Perfect. have a snow cone. Let's totally have a snow cone. Uh, and there's two lines at the snow cones. There's regular and then there's exhibitionist. Exhibitionist, not that long. Uh-huh. Stand in the exhibitionist line. 
When I get to the front, there's... Oh my God, you're e- saying yes to life. I'm yeah. saying yes to life, Kulop. Wow. It really helped that I didn't know that many people here, so I felt like I could just do whatever the fuck I yeah, want. Yeah, good. Good um, position. So I get to the front of the line, and the guys making the snow cones are like these jacked, beautiful gay guys. Just like the guys who you see walking around West Hollywood that make you feel intimidated. Mm-hmm. That make me feel intimidated. Yeah, they make me feel intimidated. Sure, no, yeah. I mean, just I'm like, like... Quit being so beautiful, asshole. Yeah, they're just, they're just beautiful. <laughs> they're wearing short shorts. They got little belts on. It's great. Yeah. So I go up to this guy and I say, um, so what do, I have to do? what do I have to do to get the snow cone? He's like, well, you have to show your dick. So I pulled down my pants. You just had your taint cleaned. I mean, it's My taint timing. is perfectly cleaned. I pulled down my pants and he's like, well, there it is. <laughs> and he gives me a snow cone. Not a woo. Not a. Not a you go, girl. No, no celebration. Nobody this guy in the couldn't back. have cared less. Well, there it is. Snow cone was great. What, what well, kind? there it is. What kind of snow cone? Rainbow? Red. Red. That's the best one. Red was really good. It was why, really good. Why would you get another flavor other than red? <clears throat> I had him put it in my travel mug, too, so it kind of like soaked up some booze that was in there. Oh. So it was nice. It was a nice oh, treat. It's a nice treat. That's fun. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that happened. And uh, so, yeah, you kind of just go around and you go, go to all these things. And there's, oh, there was one more. There was one more where you spin a wheel and you have to do whatever's on the wheel. And uh, I got nipple electrocution, and the bartender, <laughs> before he poured me a drink, had this battery with a frayed wire attached to it and just electrocuted my nipple. How was that? Uh, felt great. Stimulating? Felt great. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm like, all right. Okay. Here's something new. I'm uh, really basic. Like, sure, please. Food. How, how did food work out during this? Bagels? Like- <laughs> yeah, I bought a lot of Cliff Bars. I, like, stopped at a Walmart and just kind of bought stuff. Uh, to have, so I bought a lot of Cliff Bars and like uh, the people at the time camp that they would cook, they would you know make some mac and cheese or these kind of little English muffin pizzas, just kind of like stuff you would make when you're camping, so things you can okay. make on a you know hot pot on the fly, hot plate. Does, do, do people have like like portable generators? Is that what's going on? Yeah, some people have portable generators. Yeah. What about like not bathing? Like, is that well? Other than the uh, taint wash, but like, yeah, that's they, my issue. Sure. I like. Well, I mean, I guess you could just get the guy with the taint wash guy to be a little more thorough. Sure. Can sure. I have a full shower, please? Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a taint scrub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a taint blast option? <laughs> I need you to blast this shit, dude. Is there a taint silkwood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, only for Meryl Streep. Yeah. Streep only, he says. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you know, people kind of rigged up those, you know, garbage bag showers. Do you kind of know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those things where you... Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it warms up in the heat of the sun. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I did not have one of those. I just went the whole time without bathing. Wow. And was gross. Did you like how I said, by the way, mm-hmm, as though I've ever left the city in my entire <laughs> sure. 34 years on Earth? Yeah. Well, you, you're well-read. Yeah, that's true. You've read books about camping? Yeah, that's yeah. true. You love the work of Jack London? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's about dogs rigging up showers. <laughs> I did once read a book about hiking the Appalachian Trail. Oh, there so you go. There you Great. Go. Sure. See? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, at, uh, so at night um, is kind of when, you know, the partying starts, the, yeah. like, non-day drinking partying. Oh, let's talk about them drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, cool. I have, uh, I have like... I've smoked pot and kind of done some other things, but I've never done like a hallucinogen before. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Holy. Okay. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> and you're doing. You're going here. You. Yeah. Saying okay. yes to life. Woo. Saying yes to life. So okay. uh, I was hanging around, and we were kind of getting ready to go out. And one of my buddies just says, "Open your mouth," and uh, sticks in a tab of acid. Oh. Um. And so I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to worry too much about it because I think if you worry, it makes right. things worse. So, uh, you know, so we're all kind of like walking out to the kind of party zone. Let me ask you, Jordan. Please. You say that that's the, that's the mindset that you went into it with. Mm-hmm. How true was it? Were you comfortable enough at that point in this crazy place mm-hmm. that, you, that you weren't actually worried about it? Uh, no, yeah, I actually felt pretty good. I mean, everybody was just, I mean, the, the fucking niceness of this place cannot be overstated. The, like, everyone is really nice. Other than, oh, okay. like, other than the beautiful gay guys who aren't that impressed with my dick. Mm-hmm. That was the meanest thing that happened to me the whole time. And I don't even think he was trying to be mean. I just mm-hmm. think he had seen a lot of impressive wangs sure. and, uh, you know. I mean, if you're going to get in the exhibitionist line, probably a lot of the people out there, you know, they're, they're rolling hard. Mm-hmm. You know they got something they got they got something to show. Sure. Yeah, even if it's they're, a piercing or yeah. piercings, mm-hmm. yeah, or just something there, just you know, or just a or just a giant dong that they'll sure. just take any opportunity sure. to whip out. Right, and that could be enough. Right. Anyway, so yeah, so I felt I did feel great. I like felt like I was with friends and with nice people, and yeah, it was it was yeah, I felt good about it. Um. So, and we're kind of walking out to the party zone, and then I kind of start to feel. You know, a little bit woozy. And I'm like, oh, I get this. This is like eating a pot brownie. Like it just kind of is a body, you know, a tingly, woozy body sensation. I'm like, I got this. Uh, Then I went into a crazy dimension where time had no meaning. (laughs) Holy shit. The flip was so intense. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's just like you're flying over the world in a bubble and you don't know how long things are happening. Uh, So, yeah, so we kind of just walked out into the desert and kind of beyond the party, what they call deep playa. Uh. They're just all these art installations there's like an igloo where the ceiling lights up and it reacts to sound so you go in the igloo and you kind of say things and you vocalize and the ceiling reacts and there's like this kind of big iron this iron like skateboard bowl that you can lay down in and the ceiling is on fire and then there's like a you know a tree of cubes that plays classical music and we just went and fucking you know looked at all these things and it was amazing and it just was you know and obviously I felt like I was looking at each of them for two hours, but it was probably ten minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so then we kind of went back into the middle where all the partying is happening and there's all, there's the, you know, there's all those art cars that light up and everybody's dressed at something and you feel like you're on a fucking magical adventure. Like I totally, you know, the – I mean maybe it's just because that's my frame of reference. I'm like this is like a video game and there's levels. Like <laughs> I'm like I was at the fire level and now I'm at the, you know, pillow fight level. Oh, also we climbed a thing. We climbed a structure, and in the middle there's a big net, and you all have a pillow fight in the net. Oh, wow. <laughs> which, which blew my fucking mind. I think the level thing is universal. I mean, I've, I, yeah. if, you, if you listen carefully to Sergeant Pepper, I think you get the feeling sure. that they knew they were doing different video game levels. Yeah, I think they were <laughs> anticipating Sonic the Hedgehog's Green Hill Zone. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Mario so. Kart, we're in the water now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was uh, yeah, it was really really fun, and we kind of like finished the night by like riding this um, Ferris wheel where you can kind of see all the madness from the top, and it was just just bonkers, mind blowing. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, so pleasurable. Positive experiences are e acid. Uh, a little bit toward the end, I kind of couldn't get to sleep, and then there's that feeling like, whoops, what if this is just what I'm like now? The like new normal. What if uh, this never goes away? So yeah, it's yeah. long. It lasts a long time, which I wasn't prepared for. And also, you don't know how long things are happening, so right. it feels like has this been three days? Uh, yeah, but in general, I really liked it. Had a great time, and that's just like exactly what you want to be happening while that's happening. Uh, yeah, so uh, day two, kind of just m- more of the same day drinking, a uh, little bit of a spiritual experience. Wait, that was only day one? That was day one. All that <laughs> stuff happened in one day. Okay. Uh, yeah, day two. Um... <laughs> people are at this thing for like a week and a yeah, half. Yeah, people are totally like, yeah, it's like a it's like an eight-day situation. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you can get a lot society. of shit done. You can get a lot of shit done. Right. Uh, yeah, so a couple of people gave me uh, kind of one of the spiritual things you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, uh, you know, burn things symbolically. Mm. Uh, you know, they have all these structures that they burn at various times. There's the man, there's the temple, and there's a bunch of other kind of sub things that get burned. Uh, yeah, so actually a bunch of friends heard I was going and gave me a bunch of like, you know, little totems and things, and I didn't ask them what it meant. It kind of seemed personal. They're like, hey, can you burn this for me? Can you burn this for me? So I kind of, yeah, it was neat. So I kind of um, of did the same thing. I made a little list of my anxieties, and I put them in a little envelope, and so I kind of had this little backpack uh, pouch filled with all the stuff to be burned. So I, yeah, like rode out into the desert, and it's all, you know, there's a dust storm, and it's great, and, you know, to the the temple to be burned, and I kind of put it all there and had a little moment. Uh, yeah, then just rode back and got drunk. Um, <laughs> I was just picturing you, like, you get there, you find out about mm-hmm. this thing, and yeah. you're like, oh, shit, what have I got? Okay. Um, library card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Latte punch card for <laughs> Mo Cafe on Santa Monica Boulevard. I'm giving up lattes. <laughs> Regular coffee. It's not, more affordable. Yeah, sure. I'm not going to I'm There's no way I'm buying four more yeah. of these. Regular drip. To get one me. free one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was yeah that was nice, and then kind of to watch the man burn. Uh, we did uh, we did Molly, which I had done once before, um, which was super fun. But the uh, the man took a long time to burn, and kind of by the time it was done, there are you know we weren't fucked up anymore. Uh, but the man burning is fucking spectacular. It's I was not prepared for how amazing it was. I kind of just thought a guy would light the bottom and it would just gradually catch on fire. But it's a big fireworks display, and there's all these pyrotechnics, oh. and yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, totally amazing. Plus that just primal, yeah, like love just seeing that. Sure, embers. Yeah, right. Exactly, seducing embers. Yeah. Do you think that you'll return in future? Ah. Um. Yeah. Um. I think if I had like a if I had like a crew to roll with, if a lot of people were going. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I feel you know drawn to it or like it's like. I didn't feel like oh this is my this. Is I'm thinking it. the. Can I propose a crew for you yeah. here? You, a stereoscope, <laughs> <laughs> a demolitions expert, <laughs> a sexy female computer hacker. Yeah, no, if there was a crew of people who was going, I would totally, totally love to go. Um, you know, downside, a lot of electronic music. God damn. Oh. Uh, there was a, there was a, kind of one of their famous things is the Thunderdome, and it's this place where they kind of harness you up on a bungee cord and you like joust with these. <laughs> and, you know, it looks like a Mad Max you know, setting. And I was watching... A Thunderdome, if you will. A thund- kind of a <laughs> Thunderdome. How you say Thunderdome? It's kind of like a Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was hanging out at this thing, 
and I'm like, oh, this is great. I kind of don't want to leave. Why? Oh, yeah, they're playing metal, and I'm listening to a fucking guitar. God damn. Finally, a guitar is being played. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I definitely like electronic music. It wears on me a little bit. Can yeah. I ask you, was Please. it the kind of electronic music uh, that goes... Or was it the kind that goes... Until you're in a trance. All of those at once. Okay. From different speakers. Gotcha. Each dueling. Gotcha. And then just some Philip Glass nonsense. Are there people with instruments? Yeah, there's some like, there's some dudes jamming. I think there's a like um, all acoustic instrument zone that you can go in. So there's some, you know, there's some banjo picking. Mm -hmm. Some Some banjo picking. Some ukulele-ing. Uh, but it is over- overwhelmingly just electronic music. You know what I would like? Hmm. Is if there was a camp just dedicated to steel drums. <laughs> that would be fun. Just, hey, man! <laughs> um, do you feel, how do you feel in terms of spiritually? Do you feel different or just on an internal level? I mean, it level, was, it was like rejuvenating. I kind of, I came, I didn't come back like exhausted. I came back like excited about life. Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to like live life differently, but like it was, it was a recharge for sure. I like uh, this. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you went and did this, Jordan. Oh, yeah, me too. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. And definitely big, big old yeah. thanks to everybody who helped. That was a, it was I a walk with me. It was, yeah, sure. Right. Did you have any good gear? Did you have any good opportunities to use your gear? Uh, yeah, I mean, that mug came in handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got to put on my... What about that carabiner to do? I didn't have a carabiner! You guys are obsessed with these carabiners. I feel like... Next have... year, I'm going to get a carabiner. <laughs> okay, good. So you guys will get off my fucking case. Do anyway. you have a polar fleece? <laughs> I wish I had a polar fleece. Uh, anything from Patagonia? <laughs> <laughs> Cool up. Is this something that you would? Is this something that you would do? Would you go to this or a? I don't know. Is there a similar long I, camp based thing that you would do? I think as a younger lady, mm-hmm. I would have. But now it's like I now that like, you're 24. Yeah, <laughs> plus 10. Uh, I the idea of even glamping. I'm just like, well, can we just be in a, like a really nice cabin? Wait, what's glamping? Oh, it's it's where you're. It's you're... Like new dance. It's <laughs> <laughs> like crumping. It's yeah. like crumping, <laughs> except it's about cl- camping, <laughs> and it's just like really like it's fancier camping, like huh. yeah, like there's What's, a shower the... and a yurt, or like <laughs> you know what I mean, like it's like beds are comfier, <laughs> like yeah, it's like a, even it's then like, I'm... it's like one step below a beautiful. Ca- it's like a luxury. Tent. It's like imagine yes. it, imagine uh, going on an expensive African safari. Mm-hmm. That essentially is glamping. Yes. Hmm. Okay. But I just rather you wouldn't glamp. I, I would. Mm. I would take it to a really nice cabin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Take it to a hotel. <laughs> That's where sure. I take it. I mean, you usually roll Holiday Inn, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. A one, uh, a two, uh, a yeah. three stars. <laughs> <laughs> Courtyard uh, by Marriott. <laughs> Except no yeah. imitation. Thank you. Thank you. Sleep number bed. Thank you very much. <laughs> cool up. I feel Pay like for the... that water. Am I mistaken? <laughs> Breakfast from across the continents. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I feel like it's. I feel like when you were on this show years ago, you had just come back from some sort of astrology retreat. Yes. Uh, yes, I, I did. I did, and that's yes. I've done. Uh, I've gone up to Ojai. Sure. I've been a very energy vortex. 
And I think that is actually the official. All your energy. energy (laughs) (laughs) And you leave a husk. (laughs) (laughs) You leave a frail gray husk. That's right. I give them my life force. Mm. (laughs) Uh, It was. It was. Not only an astrology retreat, but it was all all women. All yeah, mm. well, yes. I don't. I mean, there's there's whether or not that's in the title. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, just like I went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, and uh, there was like two guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three guys. I maybe. know a guy. Hey, cool up. Who was at Mimosa Brunch this weekend? <laughs> uh, you know, Al. Al Letson, girls like these things. Al Letson, the host of uh, NP, uh, the, uh, the host of the public radio. Mm. Uh, the public radio show State of the Reunion mm-hmm. and uh, past uh, uh, Max FunCon guest. Al Letson, uh, he's like a 40-ish year old black guy with dreadlocks, straight, uh, spent m- his entire career until he became a public radio host five years ago as a flight attendant. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he said he worked for this he worked for this airline that had 400 flight attendants-ish. And uh, he and one other dude were the only straight man in the entire company. Yeah, I, I, I believe those stats. Yeah. Have you I been? Believe. Have you been back to astrology retreats since did, that last time? I I did one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I yeah, like st- mindfulness retreats. Sure. Like yeah, that's my jam. I, Reiki. I, Reiki. I, I, why not? Do you have any powers? I mean. I feel like cool I up. haven't harnessed them yet. Cool up. Huh? Hadouken me through this wall. <laughs> <laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> Come on, do it. No one's ever allowed me to. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm saying yes to life. I'm saying yes to getting Hadouken through a wall. I mean, I think I don't do drugs. <laughs> like, um... I've done, but I've done like Molly. I've done, well, no, I've done, done drugs. I've done drugs, but I don't do them and I don't have plans to, except I have this idea of ayahuasca being sometime in my future. Oh, interesting. And I think about, oh, if I'm going to do ayahuasca, like I'm not going to do it in Mission Hills. Like I should go to the Amazon. I should go to Peru. <laughs> or where you can fight piranhas. <laughs> If I'm going to do ayahuasca, I want it to be somewhere where there's a fish that can swim up my urethra. Sure, that's ideal. <laughs> that's my rule. I always want that to be worried about the fish. That is authentic, Jesse. Yeah, that's the real deal. Yeah. Machu Picchu and penis fish. <laughs> <laughs> Ayahuasca, three. Three is the rule of three. <laughs> cool yeah. Up. I what, think... what about, oh, oh, sorry, what about that is appealing? What about the ayahuasca experience? I mean, you know, who? I nobody wants to diarrhea out both ends, but I like the idea <laughs> Just what I've read of just sort of like, I don't know, battling with my ego, kind of letting go of things. Uh, to, to me, it's just fascinating that that everyone who does this medicine, if you will, or this drug, <laughs> which most would say, um, that they go to the same place. Sure. And that's interesting to me that, that maybe, uh, you know, it unlocks a dimension that exists. Uh, I don't know. There's... There's a lot of things that I want to let go of, so there's that as well. Cool. I'm happy to hear that you're interested in letting go of your ego. Maybe you should do it by making an autobiographical <laughs> documentary film. No. no. Not interested? No. <laughs> I do what I want, and I don't want to change. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I do. I do want to talk. I do want to talk about your movie because I'm super. I'm super excited about it. I, I the first time uh, uh, I came to know you was on the internet on specialthing.com, the comedy nerd website, mm-hmm. and you were posting on there with the handle, which is what they call the uh, the special name that sure. you pick for an internet website, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Laotian. Yeah, and I was like, what is this person called, <laughs> the Laotian? And I sent you a. a a message, which is like a, it's mm-hmm. just like a letter mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. electronic form. Okay. Okay. I'm following you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. and I said, are you Laotian? And I found out you're Laotian. And we talked a little bit about your background because I had at the time I was working for my dad's NGO, which uh, was doing work in Laos. And I had just <clears> recently <throat> gotten back from Laos. And I, I was very fascinated by that to begin with. Uh, because there are uh, there are relatively the Laotian community in the United States is relatively small, especially outside of uh, uh, an ethnic group called the Mongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a fair number of them, but uh, outside of that, it's a, it's a tight knit group here in the United States, and uh, and so I was I was interested to hear about that. But then when I saw the trailer for this movie that you're putting together, like your background blew my brain. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, blew yeah. your brain? This is me doing an entire show with literally no brain. <laughs> this is my automatic nervous system. Sure. Producing like a chicken program. with his head cut That's off. Really yeah. He'll impressive. collapse. He'll collapse in a heap at a certain point. <laughs> Very you, impressive. You so you're were you born in you're from the uh from the Twin Cities area, right? I am and I was born in Washington DC. Okay. So did you uh what did you know about your like your parents' life in Laos when you were like a kid and teenager? Um, I knew that uh, if I was bad, uh, I would be sent to Laos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, <laughs> kind of like a garbage bag womb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, but it's a whole country. <laughs> a lovely place, Laos. Mm. A lot harder. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Uh, That's true. You know, that a lot harder to live. Uh, that my parents, uh, you know, sacrificed a lot for me sure. to be, to, to have grown up in America and that I owe them. Is what I knew about, <laughs> about you, them. It was a debt you would be repaying for the rest of your life. Yes. And your parents were actually legitimately kind of badass uh, immigrant types who had like made a middle class life for themselves after coming here with nothing. I mean, my mom, within five years of coming to this country, uh, she owned a home. She she start started her own. Uh, she had a Thai restaurant. Five years. That's tremendous. This is an ambitious, risk taking woman. She's taking care of business. Yeah. But there was something, Kulop. There was something that you did not know. Hi, I'm Barbara Walters. (laughs) Um, Thank you for coming out of retirement. No problem. (laughs) You know, the older I get, the deeper and clearer my voice gets. (laughs) Uh, I didn't know. Well, my parents fought. First of all, it's like it's tough being the first, like the oldest of three, much older than my younger sisters, I had a lot of responsibility in, when it came to them. Um, also, my parents and I learned English about the same rate, and then I surpassed them. And then, and conflict was just an everyday thing, just between us. And then my parents fought all the time, and so it was one of these like crazy battles. And I had just put my head down. Was in my parents' bedroom working on the family computer. My mom came in after 
their blowout and she was complaining about him. And I said something in his defense and she looked at me and said, why are you defending him? He's not your real dad. Wow. I looked at her and she was like so angry and then she looked so scared. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, okay, all right, mom. Another crazy thing she's saying. Kind of went to my dad to like, mom, doing it, doing it again. And then I told him what she said to me and he – I just – when I saw his face, I knew it was the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is how I find out things in my family. (laughs) Oh, jeez. So it makes me not want to find out things. But this was like – this was – now this was 20-ish years ago. Yeah, I was 14 years old. So – so Well, it's not like that's a key time in your life where (laughs) where something intense like that might affect you. Yeah. No, it didn't affect, you know, my – trust issues at all (laughs) no and it made me feel like everybody knew about me and i didn't know about me is that when you started using molly (laughs) is that when you started going to astrology retreats is that when you invented and then started to use molly (laughs) (laughs) you guys i am rich (laughs) that's why i don't glamp yeah (laughs) got that club drug money yeah uh uh if we could only go public. Yeah. Um, uh, I had heard through the Laos and Grapevine, or I don't know how it came to me, but that uh, soon after I found out about my birth father, that he didn't want to do anything with me because he was worried that I wanted child support from him. And at that point, I started just like, you know what? I, this is too painful. I didn't want any of this. I thought I was most like my dad. I thought I looked like my dad. Hmm. Never got along with my mom. Was, so. he, was he living in – did you know like who it was, who he was? No. No, I didn't know him. I knew – And, and I've, kind of before this all happened, like had you had you been back to Laos? Had you been? Have you visited? Yes. But at that point, I had been to Laos once before. Mm-hmm. I went – the first time I went was the summer before fifth grade. Yeah. What would you? What did you think about it the summer before fifth grade? Um, I thought it wasn't. I thought it was like uh, really beautiful, and you know, it's 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 very it's a it's a third world country after the war. I mean, it was bombed thirty years back. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still a number of mines um, in the ground. Uh, it's not super developed. But that said, I go. We went back, and it's like um, all the relatives were fawning over me. Um, <laughs> Delicious because of your fruits. Reiki powers. Well, yeah, <laughs> they were afraid of me. Sure, yeah. everybody was making you some a bowl of LARP, <laughs> right? Uh, you were all I over. I love it. LARP. I love it. That's yeah. a minced meat salad. Mm, minced meat salad. Oh, terrific! It's got yes. chilies in it and lime. But be careful. Don't have a paper cut. Yeah. No. Oh, Don't yeah. have a no, like sir. a new a yeah. new a new. Mm. <laughs> I had some when I was in Laos made from uh, wild boar. Ooh. Uh, that was the best one I had. Yeah. With some I mean, sticky rice. A lot of times it was made out of a chicken. Hmm. Yeah. That's the number one thing that's made out of, I'd chicken say. Chicken meats and innards. Yeah. Our friend, uh, our, our friend uh, Buntan, who's the, who helped my dad found the NGO, she come, when she, she, uh, she actually also lives in, in the Twin Cities area, like all Lao Americans. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Uh, or and, Fresno. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, but when she was in the Bay Area when I was a kid, uh, this happens on several occasions. She would just come in, and she would just come into our house mm-hmm. uh, with a fucking chicken, and oh. just 
you know, like a, just a whirl of uh, of butcher knives, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there would be like uh, five gallons on our on, <laughs> of LARP on our on our uh, uh, kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah, I befriended uh, a few uh, geese uh, right before my dad would slit their throats (laughs) and slowly drip the blood to make lab, but like raw meat, bloody lab. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Slowly holding its neck, slowly the blood dripping into a bowl. Wow. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Sure is a thing. Take that, geese. Yeah. Yeah, um, from so, your resting place in our laundry room. <laughs> so you go, you grew up to be uh, the uh, talented, charming, successful entertainer that you are today. You're very sweet. Um, what made you want to re-engage with your own life story? I think, you know... It was a confluence of a, a number of things. It was uh, the further deterioration of my relationship with my wonderfully dynamic and hilarious but addicted to gambling mother and her asking me for money for the Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. time. Uh, it, it was um, my dad suggesting that I, I, I should. Why not? Um, it was my therapist saying he – why, also, why not? He may be your best chance of having a good parent. Uh, there was, I think, ultimately, um, Scott and I, my husband Scott, uh, wanting to have a child. And me really wanting to take f- full responsibility for just, I don't know, clearing out as much as I can before that would happen. Preparing. Sure. Like a, t- a type of nesting. But... <laughs> Um, with just uh, trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Building a a trauma nest. Potentially a certain amount of goose blood. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) Potentially. Possibly some insect-based foods. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. My mom just, like, she, like, tells the story too much about how she weaned me off her her teat. (laughs) It was like, she's like, you turned one? And you wouldn't stop, so I put bile on my nipple, and that was that. Whoa! It's like, thanks, mom. Where do you <laughs> get bile? You oh, gotta you just... cut it out of a goose. <laughs> yeah. Just a lab store, and you keep it in your freezer. Sure. You, you want to put it in lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or another use. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you are you're you're fundraising for a documentary about this whole thing. Yeah, I've already um, shot eighty percent of it. Uh, I went to Laos. I met that birth father. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm uh, asking for, for help to finish the film. Um, and we've done an Indiegogo campaign now for a few weeks, and we have a few weeks more. Mm-hmm. It's great, but, you know, we haven't hit that goal yet. I'm really hoping And in, in parallel to this whole thing, uh, to you finding out about your real-life story, there's a fictionalized version of you in the uh, DC comics. That's <laughs> direct current comics, sure. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know. Um, universe competition. <laughs> there's a there's a character. There's a character that Dean like Kane, yes, Dean Kane comics <laughs> that like is you. Yeah, uh, I'm a I I read comic books weekly. I'm a big fan of a writer named Gail Simone, and she uh she's she's also a fan of mine. Listen to to my podcast Who Charted, and she surprised me by creating a, a character named Catharsis. That's her her 
cape name, um, and but her na- her street name is is Kulap Vilaisak. And that alone is a huge thrill yeah. for me. Like it's just so. It's in continuity too. It's in continuity. Yeah. And I, I mean, you, say no. Say no. Elseworlds character. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. Like yeah. the, I. The I mean, the, simply the idea that she chose to name this character Kulap Vlasek when she could have named it Dip Dips and Chip Dips and yeah. Dip Dops and. Well, Dip Dops and already exists in the Marvel universe. So yeah. Be stepping that's on some true. shit. Yeah. There might be copyright issues yeah. there. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I mean, out. it also creates a dimensional <laughs> rift that's, uh, frankly, yeah. m- more trouble than it's worth. That's a good point. Let's keep it cool level, Isaac. Yeah. 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 Let's keep... Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Thank you. Fair enough. She shows up in, like, a Batgirl and then um, is a villain. And then Gail created a, uh, a new title completely called The Movement. And so my character moved in to be sort of a part of a um, uh, vigilante uh like teen like group and and my character is sort of the um cat man or the hothead mm. um and wait the cat man yeah cat man from secret six <laughs> <laughs> i know that's not helpful in any way and it makes it sound like he's actually just like this like um like brutal fighter that's gotcha. like yeah and um so so she asked me for you know help she wanted to know my background to create Catharsis's uh, origin story, and the, of course, the irony being that I don't even know my own origin story. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm I for one, <laughs> yeah. am in, I'm intrigued about where this story mm-hmm. goes. I want I want to ask you about uh, I want to ask you about like what it was like when you went back and uh, meeting your birth dad and stuff like that. However, instead of doing that, I'm going to save that. For when you come on my national public radio program, Bullseye, when this movie comes out. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. Uh, because there are all these people who are out there. And you know what they're on? Tenter hooks. <laughs> right now, these, these people are on tenter hooks. And Molly. <laughs> <laughs> these people and, are rolling, listening wait, wait, to podcasts. Burning Love still ha- or Not Burning Love. Burning Man. Yes. Is that still happening? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it would In be our great hearts. if Burning Love had like a promotional <laughs> yeah. village at Burning Man. <laughs> Ken Marino shirtless, sure. like. washing everybody's taints. Yeah, he'd be he'd, he'd be he'd be taint plaster. Oh, he would <laughs> like. totally be taint plaster. So, uh, where, where is the Indiegogo for for people who want to check it out and see the trailer? The trailer's really cool. There's a lot thank of cool you. stuff there. A lot of cool thank you gifts. People can yeah. people can try and get on uh, our friend uh, our mutual friend Scott Ackerman's <laughs> program Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, you can say a line. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of really cool stuff you can do, and you could or you could just you know throw five five bucks at it or yes, something. Please. You know, throw some five bucks. Yeah, yeah Fiverr. Um, go please check out OriginStoryDoc. Doc. Uh, nope. Mess it up. OriginStoryDoc.com. Um, and that'll be information on the project. You'll see the trailer there and also the, the link to our Indiegogo page is, yeah. is or, right on there. OriginStoryDoc.com. Don't be a chump. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Um, it's really – I'll tell you, uh, Laos is a really amazing place for those reasons that you described. I mean the, the fact that um, it – in Southeast Asia, it's almost unique in that it remains uh, substantially undeveloped, and it's in large part because of the unexploded ordinance, <laughs> but also because they have this communist government that's you know one of the few that's still hanging around, mm-hmm. and so there's just 
huge swaths of the country that are still small groups, you know, small, small groups of subsistence farmers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there also is sort of a national sort of personality or flavor to it. Like it's Lao PDR, People's Democratic Republic, you know, but it's really short for please don't rush. Everyone is very laid back. Mm-hmm. Lao time is like slow and we'll see, you know, don't expect it. If, if you have an appointment at 1230, that really means like three. <laughs> like, I'm going to throttle this goose on my own time. Yeah, that's right. It's like beer Lao is like that. That can happen at any time and it's going to happen hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's a really laid back. As someone who worked there for a time, I can confirm that. <laughs> Super chill. Yeah. Oh, oh, chill. Chill to the extreme. Mm-hmm. To yeah. the max. Yeah, there's like a joke or like one of um, the Lao crew members was telling me it's like, okay, so, you know, you it, work starts at 9, you, you get there at like 9.30, like 10, you have to have your coffee and then maybe you work for like an hour, but then you get hungry, so then you have to have lunch. You do lunch for like two hours, you come back and then you work a little bit, but then, you know, at this point you're like at 3, it's time <laughs> for like coffee more coffee and then um, then it's hum- then it's time to eat have, so <laughs> then you have a three hour trip to the bathroom because of yeah. all the coffee you've yes. been drinking and then so then you have to fill yourself up with beer Lao <laughs> and, and there's like they're so funny because there's all these theories about like yeah you know the reason why Lao people are so lazy is because of the sticky rice it's the gluten and the sticky rice. Like, you have all yep. these No, that's amazing... probably it. That's probably it. That's why. Do you, do you explain that the Vietnamese have sticky rice as well? <laughs> what? The, and there was another thing they were saying, too, is, like, the Lao people... Okay, the, if something like the Vietnamese plant the rice, uh, like, the Vietnamese plant the rice, the Chinese um, harvest it, and the Lao people watch it grow. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> but they're just zinging themselves. <laughs> but they're chilling out, man. They're so chill. They're hanging out in their house. And it's so beautiful. It's so incredibly beautiful. There's so many um, temples, old temples. Um, uh, the Mekong River uh, has, like, so many tributaries and, and, and waterfalls. Um, it's truly a gem. And Vientiane, the capital, is like this old uh, colonial city, mm-hmm. but it's still – it's the biggest city in Laos by far, but there's – it's only like a half million or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like the big news the, – the, the boss of the NGO in Laos was this guy named Vorisone. And Vor had like – he had done like – Every like he had gone, he had like two PhDs from some uh, east of the Iron Curtain hmm. uh, university in Czechoslov in communist Czechoslovakia or whatever. Um, like he was like the most accomplished dude. He had like a 1980 Toyota Cressida, which <laughs> in Laos was like people like chicks would like stop on the street and be like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Cressida!" <laughs> like he would literally like just driving down the street. Like the, every policeman would stop him and just like collect a bribe because they figured if he had a car, he had yeah. enough money to bribe to get bribed. But anyway, like the big like outrageous wild activity that we did while we were in the capital city of this country uh, was that there was a two-lane bowling alley. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was that was like the big sure. part. Yeah. And everyone was fucking stoked yeah. about going to this bowling alley. Like this was big fucking news, mm-hmm. this bowling yeah. alley. 
And yeah, it's, now, a pretty, it's a pretty low tempo. And that's in the biggest city. Yeah. Like you go out into the country and it's just like. No tempo. Yeah. <laughs> Zero, tempo. <laughs> Zero tempo. Now it's like. You think they is, would have opened a Chick-fil-A or something yeah, like that right? with all that excitement. Vientiane <laughs> um, now is more bustling and it's definitely. But it's because there's a lot of Chinese uh, money that's oh. flowing through. So there's like a lot of huge luxury hotels that are basically vacant. Oh, wow. It's really interesting. It's that's very a trip. interesting. It's a, yeah, it is a trip. It's really. Um, and I was surprised like how many um, expats are in Vientiane. And um, like it's almost a lot of people are speaking English. Like it's very. And. Because there were like we, when I was there, there was a couple places that we went where just inexplicably you'd be like, "Whoa, where did a thousand white people come from?" <laughs> because like in Vientiane, I would go the whole day without seeing a white person. Yeah. But then there's a couple of little like resort spots slash like cultural heritage backpacker spots. Yeah. Where there was just all of a sudden a thousand Australians wearing beer lao t-shirts. Yeah, falang. <laughs> they say falang. Yeah. There was like now there's a Vientiane has a lot. Paxé has a lot. It was rare when I was in Savannah my mom's village, to see a Falang, like someone who is foreign, you know? But now there's much more, I think, money is starting to trickle in. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, there's only one thing to do. Decide how many five bucks you're going to throw at this thing. <laughs> Two five bucks? Three five bucks? Up to a hundred five bucks? I, I, I say you could throw in a thousand five bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go to originstorydoc.com is where you can find out more about uh, our pal's movie here, and uh, I think you should do it. Do it. Thanks, we'll be guys. Back. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I listen to Bullseye because each interview makes me really care about who the person is and what they're doing. I have never heard an interviewer so genuinely thanked by each and every one of his subjects. Jesse does a fantastic job of really bringing people out and making them feel comfortable. You can really just feel a kinship. His interview with Vince Staples made me cry. Bullseye, your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Cuckoo Kulapulaisak. She is. She's fun. She's a fun lady. Hey, guess what, Jordan? What? Jordan Jesse Go supported this week by Warby Parker. All right. A new concept in eyewear. Glasses should not cost as much as an iPhone. Warby Parker uh, has prescription glasses that are fashion forward. They start at $95, including the lenses. Um, I mean, bargain. Yeah, give me a break. Bargain. Here's what's really cool about them that I really like. They come in the mail. It's easy, uh, risk-free. You can order up to, I'm taking a look at the thing, five. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Five pairs. Send them to your house with your prescription in them. If you don't like them, you can send them all back and get a full refund. If you like two of them, you can keep those two. Send three back. What I like about this, Jordan, if Mm. I may. Please. Tell me, what do you like about it? It gives you a chance to use your glasses a- as you would any other accessory. Hmm. If you spend a $790 at the optometrist on your glasses, you just got to wear the same pair of glasses all the time, and they're like a medical device. Sure. Yeah. But if you're buying them for $95, they you got mix, all kinds of match. cool styles. You, got, you can have a nighttime one. You wear black for night, yeah. tortoise for day. Try that on for size. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Mix put, it up midweek. 
You know what I'm talking about. I get it. You know exactly what I'm talking about, Kulop. So, warbyparker.com slash JJGo. That's warbyparker.com slash JJGo. Jordan, what does JJGo stand for? Uh, Jordan Jesse Go, the program you're listening to right now. You got it. So, uh, you can get up to five glasses. Uh, you can try, try them on at home, uh, and you will get free three-day shipping. So, they will show up at your door post-facto. Do Wait. it. Ipso facto. You get glasses. Quid pro quo. We get we get uh, Warby Parker knowing that our uh, that our listeners support us. Yeah. Vox Vox Populi. That's right. when that they'll show up. Vox <laughs> post haste. Post haste yeah. is what I was looking for. Yeah. WarbyParker.com slash JJ Go. Death hey, to Tyrants. Hey, we got an announcement up on the Jumbotron this week too, Jordan. Oh, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, our hero comic. Mm-hmm. It's an indie go go project to make hamsters and hands. A nonfiction history of hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> the listener, Love it. The listener who's doing this project uh, uh, emailed me about it, and I, you know, except in the case of a Kulab Vlaisak, I, I don't want to talk about somebody's crowdfunding project necessarily. Sure. Uh-huh. But I was so excited because this is not only the history and current story of hamsters, uh, it is also. Uh, going to be stop motion animated. It sounds like a story that needs to be told. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's no. How could you not? C- come on, the get it. Secret life of hamsters. This is what this is. This is what he says. My mission is to tell the story and current cur- the history and current story of hamsters. What an exotic creature! It comes from a hidden history of hiding in Syrian archaeological digs. It runs wild and causes havoc on the farmers in Europe. Some stand at eight inches tall. <laughs> Did you know any of that? No. No. Not one. Well, then, help him tell the amazing story of these wonderful, common, beloved animals. Search Hamsters in Hand on Indiegogo or go to OurHeroComic.com. OurHeroComic.com. Sounds great. I think think that's going to be great. I had a hamster uh, named Cora. Mm -hmm. And the child uh, got out. I had one named Hulkster. (laughs) After Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because he's in the house. Yeah. Did your dad step on yours and crush it? Did yours? Uh, no, I think it just ran away. Yeah, mine did. Yeah. yeah. True story. Fun fun story. Oh. Um, speaking of true stories, one more thing I want to mention. Uh, you guys might know this. I was to a public radio program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called mm-hmm. Bullseye with me, Jesse Thorne. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing a live show here in the great city of Los Angeles on October 15th at the... Uh, uh, what's this place called? The Mason's <laughs> Hall, know. the Masonic oh. Lodge. Oh, cool! Thank you. The Masonic Lodge at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Great. Oh, cool! Which is like the coolest place it's ever. It's such a great space. We are booking guests right now, uh, and I cannot tell you who they are, but they're totally amazing. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Not Hulk Hogan. Oh. But let's Ultimate just say, warrior. I will give you a hint. This is no, by no means is this confirmed. But the Legion a of strong Doom. possibility right now. Bushwhackers. Your hint is Slaughter. that she may be the most beautiful woman ever to almost become an Olympic archer, despite the fact that everyone thinks of her as a as a great actress and for good reason. Can I say it or no? No, you can't say it. Well, can't, well I want to guess. No, you can't guess. I'm not allowed. No. Fine. We'll see. We'll see if she. We're. we're we. It's looking good, but Kate it's Bishop, not the female Hawkeye. You got. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, anyway, please buy your tickets now because our goal, if for people who live in Southern California, what we really want to do is have a regular, like, standing date at this beautiful place 
Um, but we can only do it if we sell the show out. So uh, yeah. MaximumFun.org, you can find the link and all the information. Um, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kulap Tukta Vilaisak, Asian. It's true. Yeah. I'm not going to dispute it. Don't. Is if I got into a dispute on that, I lose. Yeah, Kulap, I just want to say, can I, can I make a, not a correction, but just an amendment to a comment I made okay. earlier? All right. When I was suggesting that you Hadouken me through a wall. Right. It was not because you were Asian. Oh, it was I did because not you take practice that. Reiki healing, which yeah. is an energy-based discipline. I never. It didn't even occur to me. Okay. Yeah. Because there are white guys who cannot do it. Ken comes to mind. Right. That one. All American. <laughs> so, I just didn't want people to think I was racist. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you for that clarification. Though. No problem. Appreciate it. Did you tell me that I could do that yoga arms thing to you because I'm green? Wait, blue? Is he blue? <laughs> no. What color? Are you thinking is about Dalsam? No, yeah. he's just he's just the color of an Indian man. Oh, I thought he was weird colored. No, I mean like you know if you're like when you know like Championship Edition came around and you could play as the same guy, mm-hmm. he was a little bit more yellow, but that was just to differentiate the. No, but I think it wasn't like when he had like a power, he would blue. He would become sort of like Shiva blue. Like if wasn't there some? I feel like there. No. I feel there was. Some sort of dog no, Jordan, Manhattan kind of thing. Jordan would know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jordan would. I mean, the Street Fighter characters all, they have, you know, different color palettes. Sure. That you can swap between. Well, uh, and you can make your own color palettes in later versions. But traditionally, he's just, you know, the color of an Indian man. It's, his well, coloring is pretty realistic. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jordan. It's I okay. Did, I want you to no, know. Hey, it's okay. It's what I'm here for. I want you to know that I was trying to make that joke because... I thought you'd think it was cool. No, I do think it's cool. Because I know that you really love Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And I really care about you. You're one of my best friends. Sure, thank you. And we've been colleagues for so long. Sure. And I thought if I – I I remembered sort of playing Street Fighter. Yeah. And I thought if I could say something cool about Street Fighter that you would think I was cool. No, I know where you were coming from. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm so and, grateful to be inside of this, like, intimacy. <laughs> you know what? It's I'm so glad that you're in our faux womb You know what, guys? Right now. We're in womb and we're you in time out. both open your mouth. I want to put something under your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You're just going to fucking walk into the desert and see what happens. Can I, can I say one more thing? Sure. I, we're, we're not going to do momentous occasions this week with calls. Mm-hmm. However, I do want to share... Two momentous occasions with the two of you. Please. Number one, for the first time in nearly two and a half months, Mm -hmm. our good friend and producer Brian Fernandez is back behind the boards. Welcome. A pleasure to see you, Sonny D. That's number one. Number two, you probably know that he spent two and a half months in uh, London, England. Ooh. Um, Hello, mate, is what he was saying. (laughs) Having some muffins. Sure. Crumpets. Scones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bean. Bongers. Bongers. But something momentous happened to our friend Brian Fernandez. Mm-hmm. He got engaged. <gasps> yeah. 
Congratulations, Brian. Congrats. He did it in the city of love, mm. Paris, France. Hey, classy. Belly. He brought a special lock to lock onto something to symbolize love, mm-hmm. but he didn't put it on a bridge because he heard about how bridges are collapsing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he just put it on somebody's fr- fence. He just put it on a I dog's understand. collar. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on. But congratulations sure. to Brian and Lauren on their great mm-hmm. love. Uh, they're going to be marrying at some point in the future, and proud we are of all of them. Yes. Marriage is a wonderful thing. So congratulations, Brian. That is a truly momentous occasion. <laughs> you know, uh, you, should, you should record this and play it back for Lauren so you can you, that you get can it like, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm erect, and that's truly a momentous <laughs> occasion. <laughs> uh, well, we had a lot of fun with Kula Velisak. Uh You can listen to her podcast, Who Charted, which you should listen to. It's a blast with the great Howard Kramer. Howie Kramer. You can call him Howie Kramer sure, if you want not? to. Call, call him Wee Wee. Call him DBS, Dragon Boy Suede. That's his rap persona. That's hmm? right. But now he's all about singing about summer. Yeah. Mm. That's his thing. He's a summer singer. He loves. He's the sultan of summer. <laughs> um, th- that's, uh, you can find that on your iTunes or in your podcasts of uh, your Wolf Network. Um, and then, of course, you can go to uh, originstorydoc.com to kick a few bucks towards this uh, great documentary that Kulop's working on. I'll tell you what. Can I say something? Sure. Kulop is not in here because she has this thing to pitch and she sent me an email how hey, Jesse can I come on your podcast so I can pitch this thing that I've got to pitch so because I heard on Twitter that she was working on this thing I looked at it I thought it was so cool it's been a while since we've had our pal Kulop in here too long I said we too need long to, we need to get on this this is a confluence of streams that is turning into a mighty ridge, mm-hmm. river of great oof you know like the mighty Mississippi exactly love the that mighty river Mississippi. love that river yeah you're like Huck, and I and word Joe. <laughs> I'm some raft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so raft. Our theme music oh. is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can hashtag us on Twitter, hashtag JJ Go, or hashtag, hashtag Jordan, <laughs> Jordan for the League. <laughs> hashtag Cool Up. For Archer, Tradesies. Tradesies. Jesse. At Jesse Thorne. Yes. Tradesies at Jesse Thorne. <laughs> We're on Facebook. Lots of great stuff going on on the Reddit at uh, reddit.com slash r slash Maximum Fun and on our forum at forum.maximumfun.org. We'll get in there. We'll share some quips and sure. stories. You want to? You have a question about the show? Post it in there. We'll probably answer. Why not? Yeah, what the fuck are we doing? Nothing, Nothing. important. No. He works on... At midnight is like the least important thing in the world. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, as far as importance goes, I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty down there. I run a podcast network. That's literally the least important <laughs> thing in the world. So you know, listen, we're boils on society. <laughs> we are leeches sucking up precious resources. Yeah, lance us. Yeah, at reddit.com/r/maximumfun <laughs> or forum.maximumfun.org. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Thirty-five. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.